From Seoul, Korea, KBS World Radio News Today starts right now. On today's broadcast, President Yoon Sung-yeol grants a special pardon to former President Im Young-bak, canceling the remaining 15 years of his prison term. Five North Korean drones penetrate South Korean airspace, but the military is unable to neutralize them. And a Seoul court issues an arrest warrant for Yongsan District Office Chief Park Hee-young for failing to promptly respond to the Itaewon crowd crush. This is KBS World Radio News. I'm Tom McCarthy. The government granted special pardons for the second time under the Yoon Sung-yeol administration on Tuesday. On the list are high-profile politicians from both sides of the aisle, including former President Im Young-bak and former South Gyeongsang Province Governor Kim Gyeong-soo. Kim So-yeon has the details. The Yoon Suk-yeol administration granted special pardons ahead of the new year on Tuesday as it released a list of 1,373 recipients, including several high-profile politicians and senior bureaucrats. Announcing the year-end list, the government explained that it includes those who were excluded from the previous Liberation Day pardons back in August in a bid to boost national unity and give public officials another opportunity to contribute to the country's development. As expected, included on the list is former President Im Young-bak, whose 17-year prison sentence for corruption was suspended due to health reasons. The pardon cancels the remaining 15 years of his term, as well as 8.2 billion won in unpaid fines, out of a total of 13 billion won. Former South Gyeongsang Province Governor Kim Gyeongsoo, a close aide to former President Moon Jae-in, also received a pardon, but without reinstatement, disqualifying him from running for office until December 2027. He was serving a two-year prison term for online opinion rigging. President Yoon said the pardons were carefully decided by gathering opinions from various circles and expressed hope that they can serve to unify the strength of the nation. Others on the list include former Presidential Chief of Staff Kim Gi-chun and former Finance Minister Choi Kyung-han, both officials of the former Park Geun-hye administration, as well as former Intelligence Agency Director Won Se-hoon, who served under former President Lee. The list this time focused on politicians from both the ruling party and opposition, omitting many business tycoons, such as Puyong Group Chairman Lee Jung-un and Kumho Petrochemical Chairman Park Chan-gul. Choi Ji-sung, who headed Samsung's future strategy office, has also been excluded. Kim Soyeon, KBS World Radio News. Five North Korean drones violated South Korean airspace as they crossed the military demarcation line on Monday. Fighter planes and attack helicopters were sortied in response, firing around 100 shots, but failing to shoot down any drones. Beiju Yun reports. North Korean drones penetrated South Korean airspace on Monday, prompting the military to engage in an ultimately unsuccessful response. The Joint Chiefs of Staff said that the first drone was detected north of the military demarcation line near Kimpo, Gyeonggi Province at around 10.25 a.m. Monday. After it crossed the MDL into the south, four others were detected. In response to military broadcast warnings and fired warning shots, when the drones appeared west of Kyodong Island in the Kanghua area, a less densely populated region, around 100 live rounds were fired from attack helicopters, but none successfully neutralized the target. The first drone traversed the neutral waters of the Han River between the Gyeonggi cities of Kimpo and Paju before traveling into northern Seoul. It is estimated to have flown within South Korean airspace for three hours. 
the military lost track of the other four drones after they moved westward from Incheon's Kangwha County, likely an attempt to throw the South Korean military's response into disarray. South Korea also responded by deploying both manned and unmanned reconnaissance assets near the MDL into the north at a distance equivalent to that traveled by the regime's drones, filming major military facilities and conducting recon activities. As for the South Korean K-1 light attack aircraft that crashed in Kangwon province earlier on Monday, it reportedly had an accident while taking off to respond to the North Korean drones. Both pilots ejected safely. Pejun Kibis World, Radio News. President Yoon Sung-il said on Tuesday that North Korea's drone intrusion into South Korean airspace on Monday has clearly demonstrated the need for improved military readiness posture and training. Chairing a cabinet meeting, Yoon criticized the lack of drone response training since 2017, saying that the public will now see the danger of devising North Korea policies that rely solely on good faith and military agreements with Pyongyang, appearing to take aim at the previous Moon Jae-in administration. Yoon went on to say that plans to create a drone unit dedicated to monitoring key North Korean military facilities have been in the works, but Monday's incident has accelerated the project. The president called for bolstering reconnaissance capabilities by incorporating state-of-the-art stealth technology on drones. The South Korean military has pledged to strengthen its surveillance and readiness posture after North Korean drones crossed over the military demarcation line on Monday. The Joint Chiefs of Staff on Tuesday conveyed plans to inspect the combat readiness of the military unit that carried out operations in response to the drone intrusion. In response to criticism that residents were not notified, even as one drone flew near a residential area in plain sight, the JCS acknowledged the failure to send out a notification as they were attempting to track the aerial vehicle in real time. The JCS also denied some media reports claiming that a drone flew close to Seoul's Yongsan district where the presidential office is located, asserting that it did not happen. A court has issued an arrest warrant for Yongsan District Office Head Pak Hee-young for failing to promptly respond to the deadly Itaewon crowd crush. The Seoul Western District Court on Monday issued the warrant for Pak on charges of professional negligence resulting in death or injury, citing she may destroy evidence and that the allegations against her have been verified. Pak is accused of failing to draw up proper crowd control measures for Halloween revelers and failing to promptly respond to the crush that killed 158 people. A special police unit investigating the Itaewon crowd crush accused the Yongsang district chief of attempting to destroy evidence by replacing her phones. The court also issued an arrest warrant for Che Won-jun, a manager-level official handling resident safety and addressing disasters at the district office. Che is charged with professional negligence resulting in death and dereliction of duties, as after he learned of the crush while drinking with an acquaintance, he went home and not to the site of the incident. Lee Ok-sun, a survivor of Japan's wartime sexual slavery, passed away on Monday at the age of 94. According to the House of Sharing, a facility in Gwangju, Gyeonggi Province, where Lee lived, she died at 9.44 p.m. at a hospital in Bundang. Her passing brings the number of living survivors of the wartime atrocity to 10 out of 240 identified by the government. Born in Daegu, Yi was taken to a brothel in Manchuria, China at the age of 16 and served as a sex slave for Japanese troops until she returned home upon Korea's independence from Japanese colonial rule. She started living at the House of Sharing on and off from 2014 until she settled there permanently in 2018. In 2013, she filed a lawsuit with 12 other victims seeking damages from Tokyo and won the first trial early last year. At the time, the Seoul Central District Court ordered Japan to pay 100 million won to each plaintiff. 
Huang Hee-chan's late winner over Portugal that took South Korea to the round of 16 in the World Cup for the first time in 12 years was one of seven moments to remember from Qatar unveiled by FIFA on Monday. The football governing organization detailed such moments in a report posted on its website, including South Korea's 2-1 come-from-behind victory over Portugal in their third and final Group H match. In describing Huang's goal, the report recounted how Team Korea captain Son Heung-min slid through Huang to score a dramatic added-time winner. It went on to say that South Korea defied all the odds to qualify by the slimmest of margins. The list also included what FIFA titled Messi and Mbappe trade blows in epic final, referring to the neck-and-neck battle for the top scorer award, pitting Argentina's Lionel Messi against France's Kylian Mbappe as they headed into the final with their countries at five goals apiece. The benchmark Korea Composite Stock Price Index rose 15.65 points, or 0.68% on Tuesday, closing the day at 2,332.79. And that's the news from KBS World Radio's News Center in Seoul. I'm Tom McCarthy.